Welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk Vegan Podcast, hosted by the Shorky Sisters. Repping the vegan hippie meatheads of the world is Sam, the first ever vegan World Naturals Bikini Pro, coach, author, and blogger, who's got an ass that's out of this world. Repping the busy, tired moms of the world is Sarah, and her ass is, well, mediocre. Together, they're on a mission to live with purpose and unlock the mysteries of a healthy mind, body, and spirit. So grab a seat in the back of Sarah's minivan and enjoy the ride. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the I don't even know what number of episode this is because, well, coronavirus screwed up all of our episodes. And by that, I mean that we actually had a really good travel tip episode all ready to go, and it was complete with really awesome prizes from the wonderful people at Mori New Tofu in California. And it was so timely, too, because the entire Shorky family was gearing up for a much-needed trip to Mexico, which obviously got cancelled. And, well, after the apocalypse hit and there were travel bans worldwide, go figure, we felt that it just seemed a tad inappropriate to put out an episode all about something that none of us could even do for God knows how long. Not to mention it was an episode oozing with excitement for the trip that we weren't even going on anymore. Thanks a lot, COVID-19. So yeah, so since we don't even know how to number our episodes anymore, let's just call this one the virus. The virus episode. Well, and truthfully, much like the coronavirus, you could say our personalities are also highly infectious. But hopefully not fatal. And let it be known that this is actually one of the first times that Sarah and I have been together in over two months since the coronavirus hit. And we're even attempting to record with abiding by social distancing measures. So that means if you hear a lot of birds chirping and wind blowing, we're actually in our parents' gazebo in the forest rather than their bedroom closet. Yes, so the audio will probably suck, you know, more than usual. Mm -hmm. And let's hope uh, the birds are nice. Yeah, agreed. As long as a crow doesn't come by. (laughs) 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 Although, doesn't Oprah record all of her episodes, her super soul conversations, I should say, out in, I, I think it's her apple orchard or something. But it's definitely outdoors on her property. Either way, she has an entire team of audio engineers to deal with any issues she might have. Probably, yes. We do not. This is true. Well, either way, I hope that all of our listeners enjoy this episode in quarantine and that everybody's staying safe and healthy and still subscribe to our podcast that we've kind of let shit the bed over the last couple months. 
But yeah, making the best of this weird pandemic situation that we are all faced with right now, we thought that we should probably get back to podcasting making mention of this whole pandemic situation. Well, we have been planning to do uh, an episode on the coronavirus, but seeing as how it was basically against the law to leave your house mm-hmm. and you were isolating at mom and dad's where there was next to no internet. Therefore, Skype was out of the question. We kind of just kept thinking the quarantine orders would eventually be over. We were thinking sooner than later, hence why we've taken such a long break. But here we are two months later, still on lockdown. So we're, we're trying the social distancing recording here. Hope it's not too brutal. Yeah, to be honest, I don't think we really had any worthwhile advice to offer anybody. I mean, you were isolating on 12.5 acres of paradise, hardly suffering. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to lie, this isolation thing doesn't really bother me that much. You know, as an antisocial introvert who kind of hates people, isolation and social distancing is pretty much a dream come true. I'm also a stay-at-home mom, so I'm used to isolation and working from home. Yeah, I wonder how many people actually enjoy being in quarantine. Like for me personally, I've been saying that I've basically been self-isolating since Harry was born almost a year ago now. So not much has changed for me either. Granted, pre-baby Sam would have been freaking out right now, not being able to go to the gym. But thankfully, I put together a pretty kick-ass home setup after Harry was born. So in that regard, I'm really glad that I was able to do that before for the supply and demand of workout equipment turned into a nightmare and extremely expensive for everybody scrambling to get equipment at home. But yeah, I really can't say this whole stay home order has been that brutal for me either. I think it's definitely easier for the introverts. I I can appreciate that for all you extroverts or apartment dwellers out there, this must be difficult, especially for the people who you know, we're in the service industry and now there there's no money coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I think for those of us who are just kind of bored and lonely, take a step back and realize that while we're all finding this situation annoying and difficult, put yourself in the shoes of doctors and nurses and scientists, healthcare workers. I also think that being quarantined has been an interesting way, to say the least, for all of us to, I guess, kind of hold a mirror up to ourselves and kind of see what we need to work on. I've got all this extra time to just be present with each day and each moment and focus on the little things more. Well, I think in a weird way, a lot of people are almost going backwards to simpler times. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that's what everyone is going to take away from this experience. Because I think that nobody thinks anymore. Nobody allows themselves to just sit alone with their thoughts. We're a culture of speed and excess and constant distractions. We take everything for granted. And people are complaining about being bored. Put down your damn phone. Reflect. You know, what kind of world have we made? And what kind of world do you want this to be? If there's one thing this pandemic has shown us, it's that human beings are not as invincible as we like to think we are. You know, Mm -hmm. for once, we have no control over something. But don't you find it interesting that aside from the effects on humans, animals and nature are actually benefiting from this pandemic? Which reminds me of that quote, nature doesn't need people, people need nature. 
Ooh, I like that. And yes, so true. And I mean, I've definitely been spending more time in nature since the lockdown, thanks to isolating out here at mom and dad's in the forest. But it's actually a fact that getting out in nature has all kinds of health benefits, be it regulating your sleep, reducing stress, which is hugely important during a time like this. And guess what else is important? Being in nature boosts your immunity, something we could all benefit from right now. I think we should also mention the many people out there who are feeling super depressed and stressed out, whether it's because you're lonely, jobless, terrified to leave home, whatever the case may be, really ask yourself, how have you been coping? What have your coping mechanisms been? Because whether it's food, booze, Netflix, weed, video games, sleep, porn, sex, whatever, I think it's important to acknowledge that we are all using these things to avoid self-reflection and essentially we're using XYZ unhealthy measures to avoid looking into that mirror that I mentioned earlier. And sure, I think it's perfectly reasonable during a worldwide crisis to want to avoid that deep introspection right now and use whatever coping mechanisms necessary to just help your brain and body get through these stressful, lonely times. But you also want to be careful to avoid doing those things too often or for too long because obviously they can lead to even more isolation and disconnection than you're already feeling right now. And shutting yourself off from the world isn't exactly good for your brain and body. And remember guys, when your brain is in a state of panic, you're basically flooding your system with an excess of cortisol and stress hormones. And not only do these chemicals cause inflammation, but they lower immunity. So definitely something we don't want during a pandemic. Easier said than done, but just something to bear in mind. Yeah, people really do deal with stress in different ways. I actually find it kind of fascinating to see the different approaches people have taken. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's those who are using this time to be uber productive or the let's get fit people. And, you know, then on the other side, there are also the super lazy and, of course, the alcoholics. Yeah, and what's funny is that the root of every situation basically breaks down to all of us just trying to get a hit of dopamine which we all know are those feel-good hormones, and get that dopamine hit because we know it will make us feel better about ourselves and the crisis. And so for some people, it's controlling their body and their appearance. For many others, it's finding comfort in food or baking. Chocolate, I'm the first to admit, does a damn good job at firing up those dopamine receptors. And then, of course, we all have our own list of impulsive actions that we allow ourselves to do. For example, oh, but it is Saturday night and I should be in Mexico having fun with the whole Shorky family tonight, etc, etc. And so then we give ourselves permission to eat or drink whatever we want or not get a workout in or stay at home and binge Netflix, whatever, because XYZ excuse that you've given yourself permission. And then you wish you hadn't done so because the next day or later on you feel even worse for doing it even though you were just trying to cope and find a way to get that dopamine hit. So it's interesting this pandemic situation and seeing how people approach the stress and the crisis in their own way.
away. And I've basically just been doing damage control for a lot of clients, telling them exactly what I tell myself after a hog fest. First and foremost, just be gentle with yourself. Thank the damn wine or the chips or the chocolate even for trying to help you cope with your feelings and the stress you're experiencing. And then once you've made peace with yourself again, why not come up with a different, perhaps more healthy way to get that dopamine hit? Maybe it's watching my 600 pound life whilst getting a little basement workout in. Maybe it's blasting a super cheesy, feel good, pump you up song the second you wake up in the morning. Why not channel how you're feeling through starting a blog or through a journal? If Why not start Take up yoga if it's something that's always fascinated you but you never got around to trying it or maybe it's painting, whether it's on a canvas or your kitchen, whatever it is. Anything that just makes you feel as though you are able to channel positive energy into the universe and just trying to accomplish something, anything. Why not just clean the house or work on a home project that you've always wanted to get done when you start to feel the stress or say you're not feeling motivated to work out, well, vacuuming burns a surprising number of calories. Even taking a cold shower or having a really hot bubble bath, great way to de-stress and give yourself a little me time during these crazy times we find ourselves in. Cold showers? Mm-hmm. Cold showers are supposed to de-stress you. I'm pretty sure that would have the complete opposite effect on me. Well, clearly you don't follow the great Wim Hof, a.k.a. the Iceman. No. No, I don't. The hotter, the better. Well, that could be why your body is so inflamed, Sarah. (laughs) I guess what I'm trying to say is that the priority right now has to be about taking care of yourself both physically and emotionally. And it's not the time to say you're going to come out of isolation, rocking a six pack or looking like a fitness model. And yet, sadly, being a coach, I see this a lot. So many people trying to control their body when life feels so out of control. And it's whether a pandemic is going on or not. This is sadly just how some people deal with stress. And I just hope that you understand you don't have to do that, okay? Yes, you should move your body in some way every day, absolutely. Because we all know that movement of any kind is so damn good for both your mental and physical health, but it doesn't have to be some intense intense two-hour-long boot camp session unless you're feeling up to that. It could be a walk outside like I like to do now every morning. It could be a YouTube dance cardio video or a Beast Mode Sam Shorky customized home base workout. Visit jackedonthebeadstock.com for more info on that. Just try to do something physical each day, even while we're in this quarantine crap. It's not the time for an all-or-nothing approach, though. Hey, do it if you can, and don't if you can. No shoulds, though. Actually, what about the obsessive bakers? I forgot to add them to my list of copers. Have you noticed the bread obsession? There's no flour at the grocery store. Yeah, I know, right? Good thing this hasn't been the case for all my expensive organic gluten-free flours, which are all still readily available in the natural aisle, but you go past the baking aisle of the regular part of the grocery store and the shelves are completely bare. It's very weird. But actually, fun fact, did you know that people who are sent to anger 
management programs are actually told to bake because apparently it's both soothing and calms the nerves. Mm -hmm. An ex-boyfriend who apparently went to anger management told me that, although I will say I never saw his angry side. But yeah, why not bake an entire loaf of my protein bread on my blog? The macros are so unreal, bro. Or have fun coming up with a different protein bread variation, like sometimes I'll add rosemary and parsley to the dough, or bake some healthy cookies and cakes. For instance, last week I made zucchini oatmeal breakfast cookies for Harry, and I made spinach brownies for mom and dad that were both super rich and moist, couldn't even taste the spinach or make a big pot of soup or stew we're thinking in terms of what will comfort you in these stressful times and yeah I've personally been cooking up a storm during lockdown but I've been really trying to focus on discovering new healthy baby friendly recipes as my cooking challenge but yeah I'm I am all for cooking as a coping mechanism for the record but my advice would be to just try and put the focus on health and nutrition rather than indulgence and gluttony. And if you do end up making something not so healthy or vegan bodybuilder friendly, you could always gift it to a neighbor or a loved one or leave it on their doorstep. Whatever the case, whether you cook or don't, do make sure you're eating enough and sleeping enough during these times. Of course, being tired and hungry is only going to create more anxiety and stress in your life, not to mention a weakened immune system. This virus episode episode is becoming longer than I thought it would be. Kind of like the quarantine. Okay, well, let's wrap this one up. But once again, for anyone listening, if you are feeling like a failure because quarantine is hopefully coming to an end and maybe you didn't learn a new language or emerge from your basement gym with washboard abs, please don't beat yourself up over it. As I've been telling all of my clients, now is certainly not the time for destroying huge goals at least not for the majority of us. So that means to also not compare you and your quarantine experience to anyone else, not comparing your homeschooling abilities with other moms or your fitness endeavors with anyone else on Instagram. The priority right now, in my mind, should be in your mind, is to just simply take care of yourself and, of course, your loved ones, both physically and emotionally. And you know what? Props to your friends who learn to play the guitar during this time but they're not you and that comparative thinking is only going to cause you more stress and more anxiety so you just simply be busy having a scalding hot shower with Sarah or reading a good book to even notice what anyone else is doing. Solid advice, Sammy. By the way, no prizes are given on this episode in case all you Patreon supporters are wondering. Only because it was supposed to be a quickie episode, but apparently that's not possible for us. Plus, we're too scared to go to the post office. And let's face it, your Patreon prize could be tainted with COVID-19. That is also true. And on that note, we shall conclude. Stay safe, podcast listeners. Stay healthy. Shorky sisters out and COVID free. I love you.